Right, welcome everyone to another uh, episode of the, the Two British Nerds, man. What are you saying? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, uh, I'm, all, I'm all good, man. I'm good, good, good. You had a day off today. Yeah, man. I had a day off today. I went to the park to relax. Came back, but I was alright. Surprised my hay fever didn't attack me. You take anything for it? Nah, I don't take any medication. Nothing works for hay fever, unless I'm outside of the country. Nothing helps, man. It was medication and eye drops and nasal drops. None of it works, man. I'm planning when I go on holiday, hopefully in August, then uh, I'll recuperate much, much uh, quicker than I will be if I was like in the, uh, in the UK, man. Um, yeah, man. So, start this, man. This week has very been very. It's been a very Marvel week, don't you think? Yep. The, da, da, da. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's a huge week for Marvel. But it wasn't. It was unintended. Unintended. Leaked. Unintended week for Marvel. It was all leaked. Which Some of it was for, anyway. <laughs> which is good for us. I, mean, I don't care about Marvel. But it's good for us because so, we can finally uh, see uh, their plans post Secret Wars. So I'm sure all of you, as all you Marvel fans, were able to take a look at all the books. Yeah, I was, ho- I was hoping we can go through them. Just yeah, no. Quick, quick, um, if I go through it, I'm going to go through all 45 books. Yeah, well, did you say that was going to be 60 books? Yeah, from what I was hearing, there was going to be 60, but you never know. The, they'll probably launch more titles once these titles are... Um, yeah, because like some, some titles, they weren't on this list. Yeah. So... You know. um, yeah, man. We'll, we'll 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 leave that. We'll get to that in a in a bit, man. Start off with something. Uh, yeah. Very very uh, very very simple, which is um, they release pictures of the, you know, of uh, for all you Ghostbuster fans, which is me. And I'm, I'm not looking forward to the new reboot movie because. Uh, Why not? Well, I mean, it's all chicks. It's just it. You know what it is? Yeah. It's just that it's. One, you don't have the original cast. Two, one of them's passed away. It, I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like Ghostbusters to me. It's just like they just, for me, it's like they're rebooting all these um, movies. You know, they, from what I was hearing, they're also rebooting Police Academy as well. Um, you know. Yeah, that would uh, surprise me. Yeah, I mean. I mean, to be honest, I'm all right with all these reboots. The only one that I'll be upset if they reboot is um, Back to the Future. Just don't touch that one. No, there was actually an article that came out. Uh, I believe uh, it was the director that said there will be no reboot. Um, he said there will be I think, no reboot while I live. Of t- oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, that movie is timeless. You can't really, you can't touch that film. Don't do it, man. The thing is, you know, in these guys, they'll, they'll probably reboot it, right, and base it on Marty's kids. Yeah, spin-off. Yeah, spin-off is all right. Don't, just don't, don't do something like that. You know, just leave it. The movies were good. The cartoon was good. You don't need a fourth one. Like, just Car- cartoon was terrible. But anyway. I like the cartoon. Man. It was right. Wasn't there two versions of the cartoon? Was there one? There was a series, cartoon yeah. series, which was terrible. But I liked it. I loved it, man. I think it was nice. Plus, I which it was, ba- it was based on Doc's kids, so I guess you might, have, you might be onto something there. I liked it. Plus, I also, also like the Jackie Chan uh, cartoon as well. Yeah, Jackie Chan cartoon was good. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, so going back to Ghostbusters, um, yeah, they released footage of the the suits. They look like pretty much looks like the original. It looks all right. 
like I said with me, I am I I am a Ghostbusters fan. I love the movies. I just not really keen on you know uh, having all female cast. Plus you got Chris Hemsworth as a receptionist, so that's a bit nuts. But then again, it could be a, a hilarious movie. But it's not a movie that I'm you know really looking forward to seeing. I probably will see it, but it's not something I'm going to be like, yeah, you know. Um, I just think they should just leave. Um, the co- just, just leave it alone. But I, the, I, I was hearing there, there will be cameos from the original cast in that movie. So that's something to look. Uh, see, like, see, like for me, I, I don't really, I wasn't, I don't really have like a, I'm not really a big fan of Ghostbusters. I mean, I like the cartoon. There was one like there was a cartoon for it, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I, I just didn't really, I just didn't really gravitate towards it. Um, I, I like the Ghostbusters, the first movie, but yeah, I liked all of them. I think for me, it was it was that time where they were, it was just nice. It had, it was it had humor, it had comedy. It was just easy, it was an easy going movie that everyone can just watch and love. Just like Back to the Future, I liked. It. I like I like the music. Hopefully, they don't they don't try and reboot the music with all girls singing it. That would probably irritate me. That's the thing. It's why I like reboots, man. Some movies are just not meant to be rebooted. Just don't do it. Leave the movie alone. If you're going to do like a spin-off TV show or series, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, Ghostbusters is a movie that should never be really touched. It's... You know, it's it's a movie that, like I said, man, should never be touched, man. Um, What else do we have? Um... For all you old school Power Ranger fans, the Boom Studios are bringing the original, uh, the original TV show back into the comics again. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. So the original Mighty Morphin are back. Yeah, man. Well, the funny thing is, the last time they had the original, uh, the last time they they had the comic book apparently was in the nineties. So this is going to bring back all of uh, the original cast. From the original series back into the comic book so i'm looking forward to see the they, they've posted pictures of all the power rangers one of them is obviously the green ranger who to this day gets more ratings and recognition than any of the other power rangers so yeah tommy the green ranger he was uh he used to he used to destroy all of them and when he pulled out that sword you knew it was over for all of them so um yeah Power Rangers is coming back. Coming back, coming back. And also next yeah, month also. The, the covers the covers looked amazing as well. Yeah, they're nice, man. Those they, they brought some preview covers of uh I guarantee the Green, the Green Ranger, Red Ranger, yeah. and the Pink Ranger. I guarantee they're gonna bring out all the uh they'll be they'll they'll do like photo variants for each one as well. And they're gonna fly out. They're gonna fly out quickly, man. They're, they're gonna be it's gonna be a collector's item, so yeah, man. Make sure you get them, man. They probably have like all of them morphing, or have it. They'll have like have like um, a photo variant of, of all the the Zords. Imagine, imagine if they had the 3D variant. That would be nuts. Oh, what's the one? The one that the 4G one, the yeah. 4D one. Yeah, why not? One that one that DC had. Why that, not? That'd be amazing. And they'll do it, man. You know that that that's that's pretty cool because that's gonna attract a lot of people back you know into that scene if you're especially if you're if you're a power ranger fan um so yeah that's out hasn't hasn't been there hasn't been any really like 
releases on it, but I'm pretty sure for next week, San Diego, they'll probably announce something regarding Power Rangers. Uh, also, the new comic by Grant Morrison is coming out. Um, it's just basically called Santa Claus. He's actually he's saying that he's re revamped Santa Claus. Uh, more details will come out because he's going to be in San Diego next week, so more 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 information will be out next week. But you just see like an image of him, Santa Claus, standing like in the forest with like a, a ripped up bloody deer, I believe on his back. Um, so that should be interesting because his comics are nuts, man. You know. Grant Morrison, the way he writes this stuff is is nuts. Is nuts. Yeah, I mean, Grant Morrison always has something um, up his sleeve for San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. I mean, last last year he was he brought us um, multiverse multiversity. So, you know, I was expecting something to come up for him. So, this clothes thing, he has spoke about it. Like he's a huge fan of you know Santa Claus. I don't know if you guys have read Happy. That was also a sort of Santa Clausy or Christmassy sort of book. Yeah. So he did hint on the the more gritty Santa Claus book, and that we'll get, yeah, we'll definitely get more information during. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what he puts. Out. That'll fly the window as well. So I'll probably just be picking up picking up issue. Um, Issue one when that drops. Also, as we are in the month of July, even July the 25th, 27th is when they'll release the ongoing, first ongoing uh, comic issues of the uh, of the blacklist. So make sure you uh, get that. Also, for your Iron Man fans and Pompo, uh, Pompo, you know, uh, Funko pop collectors like myself, they'll be releasing an unmasked Iron Man from Age of Ultron, which is available to pre-order right now on uh, Forbidden Planet. So you can order it right now and add that to your collection because that'll be worth a lot when it comes out. Anything that's unmasked by um, by Funko tends to fly out the window. The Old Man Logan one, I mean not Old Man Logan, um, um, yeah, Logan. Uh, Wolverine, the unmasked one, that looks pretty sick, but I'll be getting the Iron Man one so looking forward to getting that a um, little bit of TV news um, if you're an Evil Dead fan like myself because I, I love the movies, they were just crazy uh, the TV um, the TV show comes out some uh, sometime late this year um, it's starring, as usual, starring uh, Bruce Campbell from the movies, um, directed by Sam Raimi, who did the first three Spider-Man movies, and it's starring Lucy Lawless. So uh, the synopsis of the um, of the of the e of Evil Dead is basically he's uh, Ashley's just living his life and doesn't want to really go back into that life that he was into, but then. A big, a big. I think it's a, it's a big disease or virus comes about, and people start. I think they start changing into zombies and so forth. So he get, he he gets called back into it and does what he does best, which is basically just kill. <laughs> so um, I, it, it, if you ain't familiar with the Evil Dead, it's it is gory, it's bloody, uh, but it's also very very funny and um, 
humorous. I think it's going to give probably... Um, it will, they will say that will give uh, The Walking Dead a run for its money as well. So that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. And again, that's set for um, late 2015. Again, some more San Diego um, news for all you Batman vs Superman. Dawn of Justice, there will be exclusive figurines coming out in San Diego. So you can purchase yourself Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batmobile. They've also got a Batmobile. Batmobile, which is kind of custom, where it has like the Superman logo literally at the front of the Batmobile in blue, while the Batmobile is literally um, black. But they'll be going for twenty-five to thirty, um, twenty-five to thirty dollars each. So, if you're a collector or you're a fan, that's something you'd probably want to. Um, speaking of also of um, DC, they've also released some uh, pictures of uh, Batman, oh sorry, of Dawn of Justice. Have you seen them? The the toy figures. Oh yeah, have you seen the toy figures? Um, yeah, I saw them, yeah, they look pretty cool. I yeah. saw the, the, the Batmobile that was sort of mixed with yeah, yeah, the yeah. Superman one. That looked kind of nice. Have you seen the also the images they released for the movie? Ah uh, yeah, yeah, I saw it today actually. Yeah, it looks alright, man. I'm looking forward to this movie. I really want to see what they're going to do. Um, Lex Luthor looks nuts. Um, Bruce Wayne looks pretty cool in there. Um, next year, we'll, we'll finally get to find out what this movie is really, uh, um, really about, man. So I am looking forward to basically seeing... Um, Seen this movie, man. A lot of hype, a lot of pictures. Uh, yeah, man. Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice out next year, two thousand and sixteen. Did you see the three of them in the Entertainment Today picture? Yeah. Yeah, that one looked amazing. One woman looked sick. Like Batman looks like he's been pumping like weights. He looks huge. It looks really, really huge. Um, I had something else. What the hell was that? Um, I'm going to say to you, I, I, I said this in last week's podcast. It was regarding, um, you know, Ant-Man. Yeah. So um, they had Marvel, they gave some exclusive screenings to some of, I think, some of the daily report, some of the reporters. And um, then obviously Marvel said to them, you guys cannot disclose any information regarding the movie, but you can speak about it and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, they all, they all had positive ratings about the movie, but they, they all commented on the same thing. They said um, the cutscenes on there, there's two cutscenes that are supposed to be completely nuts. Um, he, one of the guys that was watching the movie said the woman behind him was quiet throughout the whole movie. As soon as one of the cutscenes came on, she started, like, screaming. Um, for the Ant-Man yeah so apparently the, the, the cutscenes there are the cutscenes are supposed to be like crazy and um, they make references there's references to um, Spider-Man um, in that movie right even James Gunn after he watched it did say that it's his the best movie he's seen, seen since um, 
who've since Iron Man. Um, they've released a lot of like TV spots, uh, loads for Ant Man, a lot of trailers, but I haven't seen any of them. And I'm avoiding all of the trailers. That's what I just want to watch the movie. So I stayed away. I'm staying away from all the trailers, man. Um, all of them. But yeah, it's a movie that's going to be. Um, um, how can I say? It's a movie that's going to be. I think it's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy in a way. I think it's going to be. Maybe have that tone and that type of energy to to it. I think it's a movie that everyone thinks like Guardians. Everyone thought was going to just completely be. It was going to flop, and it just turned around and just smashed it. So. I got hopes for um, um, for Ant Man. Also, the director of Ant Man, Pete, um, Pete and Reed. He's, he said he's interested in doing an Ant Man prequel about uh, Hank Pym. So that would be nice if he was to do that. But I don't think Marvel would actually, um, you know, do a prequel. But then again, you never know because. Um, you mean a, you yeah. mean a comic, a comic tie-in, the, the movie tie-in comic? Yeah, just to basically give you the lowdown and the history of... Um, of I thought that was out already. I thought they released one already. No, it's not an actual, an actual movie. Of the, of, the movie, of the comic? Yeah, he basically he wants to do a prequel about um, Hank Pym, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the comic. It, it's, this is the guy that actually, he's, he's, he's directing Ant-Man. The movie, so he actually wants he ha- he wants to do a prequel, right? About Hank Pym, I'd be like, right, that'd be um, cool. So I just wanted to say also for people that missed last week's show that the Wasp is has been casted um, into I believe into Ant Man, into Ant Man. Um, I was gonna say something else. Yeah, they interviewed Kevin Figgy about um, doing Marvel one shots just one shot movies and he was like we, goes, we haven't we thought about it um, we don't know you know he goes, he goes I would love to be to be doing them but obviously it's out of my control but you never know um, but I think one shots would be good man I'd do like a you know a nice one shot movie instead of doing like you know like a, a, a you know like a, a second movie or a trilogy just do like a one shot movie that would be nice because we haven't seen that in a very, very long time, period. Even the movies we thought were um, <laughs> going to be one-shots, they kind of didn't. Like, for example, I don't know if you know, but um, next year they are launching... So I said this on last week's show, but next, next year um, they're bringing an Independence Day too, which is called Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so that's coming out. And that was the first movie to actually blow the box office. So 15 years fifteen years later, part two is coming out. And like, the synopsis is basically for that movie is um, after the f- that, that, that war they had in the first one, um, all the, after all the ships crashed on Earth, the humans managed to scavenge all of the leftover um, you know, alien technology and make like a resistance. So Earth is pretty much ready, uh, but what happens now is um, they the aliens come back to Earth, and then another war kicks off. So that's the synopsis for um, uh, Independence Day to Resurgence. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be actually based on Will Smith's son. I, I even forgot the guy's name. 
So that's, that's how long that you know that, how old that movie is. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because I did actually enjoy the first Independence Day, man. It was it was a cool movie for its time. It was nice, man. It's comedy. It was yeah, the bit it was serious. Had action. It was nice. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with um, um with part two. Um, also, again, more Marvel movie news. Um, Doctor Strange will will start shooting this November. Um, they interviewed Figgy, Kevin Figgy, and he said, um, "If you read the comic, that you know Doctor Strange, the way he becomes Doctor Strange, it's tied into, I believe, Tibet, where he goes and gets initiated into the." The uh, the dark mystical arts. Um, he did say that there wasn't going to be really any Tibetan culture link to um, the movie, but there might there might be a few bits just from um, from the, the original Doctor Strange comics, which is written by uh, you know Stanley. But it's not really going to focus on on that. Was it you that was saying that it, was, it cost the woman to play the Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, was actually, I was actually gonna, yeah, I did. Well, I was gonna, I was coming to that. They interviewed him about that, and he said um, there's been a lot of sorceress, uh, sorceress like throughout time and history. Um, that's why they kind of might go for one, but they, he didn't actually confirm that she actually, I believe, has got the role. So it's still up in smoke until they actually make it official. So, um, okay. yeah. So that's pretty interesting to see what they're going to do. I reckon they're going to call um, Doctor Strange, right? Sorcerer Supreme, the original. Like for the, um, actually, they haven't even actually gave it Doctor Strange an official title. Um, it's just called Doctor Strange. So I'm assuming maybe if they don't, it doesn't have a subtitle, I, I, I would say that Doctor Strange... They do the, when they do the second movie will be um, Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystical Arts, or whatnot. But yeah, I'm looking they'll forward. Just, to... They'll probably just call it Doctor Strange, to be honest. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon that if they do a second movie, which I know they, you know, hopefully they will do, that they will pretty much call it maybe Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystical Arts. Because I think one part one is going to be about him just basically coming into grips and becoming Doctor Strange. Uh, unless you call it Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, who knows, man? But the subtitle will actually give you more hints into what the movie's really um, um, movie about. Also, before we move on, what do you think of uh, the casting for Spider-Man? Um, you know, I've I've always said you know that um. I don't, I don't really care because uh, I just preferred it to be Miles Morales or Miguel O'Hara. So. I'm tired of Peter Parker. I've been saying this for ages. That's the thing. Do you think they can actually do Ultimate Spider-Man seeing wouldn't they have to get the rights again or work with Sony to do that? No, no. No. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously Sony, they still want to use Peter Parker but I'm, yeah. This is just me personally. I'm just tired of Peter Parker. We've had so much movies with Peter Parker, and they're casting him so young, and to me that just says another 
origin story, but the premise of that it's not an origin story, but, you know. Yeah, it'll be nice to get, it'll be nice actually, uh... Just change it up a bit, you know, like... Yeah, give give us give us give us Miles or just give us um Miguel Miguel Herrera, Spider Man Twenty Ninety Nine. Just do like a yeah. a, ta- a a time travel shot. story, a time travel story. It'll like he nice. comes from, he comes from the future and he come. That'd be amazing. It'd be nice if they um if they did if they it'd be nice if they did a one shot movie of that. You know what I'm saying, because at least that way it wouldn't tie into any it wouldn't tie into the Marvel universe in a way like. Go to the six one six universe, which doesn't exist anymore because of you know secret wars. But it'll be nice. I, mean, I, I get the idea to like have like a thing to interlock. You know what's that word I'm looking for? Where everything links together with the comics and and the movies. How it, you know there's a natural connectivity between both both mediums. But at the end of the day, I kind of like the idea of the cinematic universe in its own separate universe in its own you know little pocket. I like that. And yeah. keeping the comics separate. Well, you know. No, it'd be nice. It'd be actually nice to have. Um, They're always trying to push comics, though. So. True. No, but true. I'd love to see like. It'd be nice if they. Did, if it'll be nice if they did like uh, you know, a flipping, a Miles Morales or even Twenty Ninety or you know like you said Miguel. Twenty ninety, be nice. Or if it'd be nice to have like all three of them into one movie. Just do like a, a mad, just like a one shot movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, just a one shot movie. Or I mean, Peter Parker can still stay around. I mean, this is probably going to tie into our little discussion when the Marvel releases. Um, have Peter Parker in there, but also have Miles. You know, Peter Parker will be like a mentor. Like he's already established Spider Man. Like everyone knows who he is. But then yeah. it's all about. Miles Morales, though. That's the story that the story's about. But Peter Parker can still be there in the background as a mentor. He didn't I, prefer, know. I prefer that, like, you know, like Ant-Man, how you got um, Scott Lang. He's Ant-Man. I mean, at the end of the day, the comics, um, everyone knows it's Hank Pym. Yeah. But Hank Pym is, like, that mentor role for Scott Lang. Why didn't they do that for Spider-Man? It'd be nice. That shit could work. It actually could work. It's, 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 it depends if Marvel wanna want to actually take that chance and uh, and do that I guess but I would love to see like a different um, I would love to see like a movie with just they focus on someone like Miles Morales a young kid that's just doing his thing you know it's still one still a one shot movie man that would, that would work that would really work it would work um, but yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what is Tom Holland is capable of doing. Apparently, he's um, he does he does acrobatics, isn't it? So he kind of fits in into that. I guess that Spider-Man role. But um, yeah, good for him, man. He's just nineteen years old. He's just pretty much he's sorted. He's sorted out, man. You know, he's been cast into the Marvel universe. We'll see what happens. Um, have you seen the uh, the the teaser trailer for um, the Civil War? No. Yeah, I posted it on my Facebook. It's 20 seconds long. No, I saw that, but um, I didn't get a chance to see it. You just reminded me, actually. I watched it. I was like, hmm. It, it, it gets you excited, but it shows you just doesn't show you really anything. Was, was it a leak? Or was it like... Nah, it wasn't a leak. It was uh, one of the Comic-Cons. Uh, Kevin Figgy was talking, and he goes, here's... 
a little footage of uh, Civil War. So it was pretty cool. Um, right. It was, it was pretty cool, man. It, I was like, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, also, another news uh, about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So um, they interviewed James Gunn for, i say, two minutes and asked him just... You mean, you mean Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? That's it. Yeah, yeah, sorry, my bad. Volume 2. And um, apparently that's what the um, the mixtape's going to be called as well, I think. Well, it was awesome, awesome mixtape, Volume 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, they asked me a few questions and he basically couldn't say it. Like, he just said that... Um, he said that um, it's going to be a big and smaller movie focusing on the characters, but it's also going to be uh, an emotional movie um, because they're going to focus also on, I guess, Peter Quill's dad as well. So it's going to have that touch of finding out who he really is. Uh, have you seen Jurassic Park yet? No. I need to... I, actually, I need to... Uh, it's actually really good. It's really funny. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Uh, see, I'm gonna have to watch it probably later on. It was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's a funny guy, though, and you can't take him seriously, can you? The thing is, he wasn't really like comedic in the film. He was quite serious. I know, but if I saw him in real life, I would laugh at him. He's just funny <laughs> to look at. It's like getting someone like who got Jim Carrey to do that n- number thirteen. He can't do it, man. You cannot get Jim Carrey to do a serious role. You just laugh at him. He, like Chris, uh, Chris Pratt. I've got that face. You just look at him and laugh. He's just, he's just, he's funny. So, like, I, I watch it and I know I won't take him serious. He's a funny. After seeing what he does in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's just, regardless of what movie he ever does in his lifetime, he's, he will be known as Peter Quill for the rest of his life. Um, right. So, what else did I have to say? Um, Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, um, what was I going to say? The, um, Jim Starling is back on, um, on Thanos. He's going to give us the Infinity finale. So all you Marvel, old school Marvel fans of the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. I guess he wants, um, Jim Starling always had this plan to finish off the story. Yeah. Um, so Marvel's releasing the graphic novel of of the Infinity Finale. When's that out? Um, in 2016. That is gonna, you know what? That is gonna sell out quickly. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a, a swan song of like the whole, of the characters in that universe. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the same, it's the same 616 universe, but because they still had to have some sort of continuity to it. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. They had to, you know, keep things yeah, move things back to normal, but a lot of after effects of that story did take place of um, of um, from the Infinity Gauntlet. It says that he's gonna, things gonna return. Thanos is gonna be there, of course. Um, Adam Warlock, Doctor Doom's gonna be there. Galactus, Silver Surfer, of course, Hulk. If you remember the Hulk, um, yeah, I think it was um, Grey Hulk. It was in there. Um, Thor as well. Um, I'm actually gonna, yeah, go on. So yeah, all these, all these characters. Um, there's no mention of Doctor Strange though, because he was quiet. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm actually gonna buy the because um, I haven't ready. I'm actually gonna buy the um, the omnibus of um, Infinity Gauntlet, and I'm gonna it's the it's the event, but it has every single tie-in. So I'm contemplating that and buying the omnibus, or just buying the event, buying the omnibus, or just buy, or buying the omnibus, or buying the um, the uh, just uh, the main event. But I really want the whole thing, man. So I might just buy the whole omnibus and just read read all of it and get every single um uh you know every single juicy bits of that of that event um so you know soon they'll be tying silver server to secret wars as well but yeah, yeah. it'll be, it'll be in for a ride once you once you actually read infinity gauntlet it's a mad story yeah i know my friend said to me he goes when you read up he said when you read it because there's, there's so many deaths in there it's unbelievable and uh you know what right Saying about ah, uh, see, you haven't read. You're not reading Secret Wars, are you? No, no. Uh, but I, I, I have a big idea what's going on. Have you read? Did you? Okay, I, I will get to lot of when you the, the reviews, right? But um, that 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 issue was just nuts. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Uh, but just read it. You know, we'll go into it after. But yeah, so. I guess it's time to announce the forty-five all new different series. Series. Actually, do you want to go through the books first? Then we'll finish off with the. Right. Yeah. All then right. Finish off with the Marvel stuff. Let me. Ah, uh... oh, see, I haven't read this yet. Damn. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, there's another news we forgot. I mean, we're not prepared properly. Um. <laughs> My boy Rick Remender is leaving Marvel. To um, I'm sure you, if you know um, loyal listeners, you all know that Rick Remender is my favorite writer, comic writer. You know he's writing such great books as Uncanny Avengers, Deadly Class, Black no. Science, Low, Captain America. Um, he also wrote Uncanny X Force. Um, what else is he writing? He's writing another book, isn't he? Yeah, so basically he's uh, he's leaving Marvel. He's leaving the superhero business to go into career on projects. So my 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 superhero side comic fan is like damn. So what? Damn it! But isn't he writing um what was it? The Hydra book. Hell Hydra. Yeah, yeah, he's writing Hell Hydra as well. Yeah. So that's his last book for. I guess his last book would be um, was well, yeah I guess so because that's um. Because he's finished off the Uncanny Avengers book, that's only going to be five issues. He only wrote one volume of that. So, so post post Secret Wars, he's he's not there at all. So I guess yeah, right. The last book he's writing would be Hail Hydra. I guess that's going to be like a swan song of this Captain America run he had straight all the way from the beginning of um, yeah. Marvel now. But so, then again, though, he's writing a lot of books, man. Regardless. Yeah, we were talking about it last time, like, how many books is this guy writing? He's writing for Image, at least, what, at least four, he's writing, what, for Image, uh, Deadly Class. Yeah, Low, Black Science. Yeah, no. Black Science. As and then in, Tokyo Ghost, which is coming out soon. Yeah, that's four, and then he's writing, yeah, it's too much, man, so, that means he'll probably be focusing on more of the and, Image. And I'll tell you that, all those books that we're just listing down, all of them are amazing books. He's, he's like he's that sort of writer that like you know I wish he was writing for DC because he probably will <laughs> eventually you never know um, well you know the create own books is the sweeter pie 
at the end of the day. Once you get your name out there, yeah, you have you have a huge following. Like I can see Deadly Class as a TV show. You know, it's just that's that that book is just made for TV. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Black Science as well to a certain degree. See, I dropped Black Science. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll read our trade by that book. Cause... I might just have to collect. I might just start collecting it again. I don't know. Um, I was gonna drop Deadly Class, but I thought, no, you know what? No, I can't drop it. <laughs> As a creator-owned fan, as a, you know, creator-owned comic fan, I'm over the moon. But, you know, I'm still going to miss him writing all my favourite characters in Marvel. Wow, I didn't know that. No, boy. Um, that's going to be crazy. Well, that means he's probably writing, he'll be writing more own created books then. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, he's, to me, he's on that level of like one of the great greatest writers of our time. Like he's on that level with Grant Morrison, with um Mark Miller, with um Yeah. What's his name? Um Marv Wolfman as well. All these yeah. great writers, he's on that level with me, Mark Wayne. Yeah. Um, talking about Mark Miller actually, he's he's he just they just announced his new book called Huck and Raphael Albuquerque he is gonna be the right he's gonna be the artist on that book. So Everything that Mark Mark Miller touches, you just know that there's probably gonna be gonna be a movie coming out of after it. So, yeah. you know, obviously with um, um, what's that, Kickass as well as um, Secret, Secret, what's that thing called again? Yeah, Secret Service. Um, so this book is called Huck. He announced it because the Image Expo is going on at the moment, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um, he just announced his Huck book. With Raphael Albuquerque. Raphael Albuquerque, he's the artist for American Vampire, the book Ooh. that he wrote, that he, that he worked with, Scott Snyder. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, work in that book is good, man. I liked it still. Apparently, Huck, yeah, he says, without giving it too much away about the mysterious series, it's like, it has like a Back to the Future, Indiana Jones sort of feel. So, that's oh, quite cool. interesting. And, yeah. and, and with Mark Miller writing all of that, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be quite amazing. Because the way Mark Miller writes his characters, he he sort of goes over the top with them. It'll be interesting to uh, <clears throat> to see what they do, man. Um, right. So, what do you want to do? You want to do the reviews first, or do you want to do? Do you want to go through the the list? Yeah, we can do. Let's talk about some comics. comics yeah, that'd be See, great. since I've cut down on comics, I've already, uh, I've already literally got like four books to review. Um, it's funny because the one I wanted to review, I've, I haven't read issue one yet, and that was just um, Scott Young. Um, what was it? Uh, oh man, how can I forget the title? That's a little AVX versus uh, Marvel. Uh, I'm gonna read that later on today. Um, Right, so let's start off with um. Oh, before we start, tell me you picked up X Men ninety two. Did you pick it up? Hello. I'm sure I did. Did, did you read it? Because my my order came. Yeah, that is a that is that is you know I was reading. It, I thought well, it wasn't going to be good, but. I reviewed it. I, re- I reviewed it last week, and um, it's really like a good book, man. If you're into the, um, if you're into the cartoon like I was, then it, it it's on point. You know, they have the same 
characters the same they bounce off each other it's it's well it's just written really well and the artwork is more you know of that period of you know the 90s like the cartoon so if you're an x-men fan you know it's a good book to collect so if you read it you, when you read it you know what i'm talking about like, i'll be definitely getting issue too because i i thought it was going to be a book of her like mm, is it going to be good i didn't know you know i read it and i was like yeah definitely so x-men 92 pick it up please pick it up so you ready yeah oh, yep. you, all right so uh let me start off with a book that i really love reading now and a book is uh, a book that i'm hooked on one because it's by um Greg Pak and uh, two it's because it's a character that I don't really not like but I find kind of boring but he manages to write him the storyline for this is very 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 sweet and this is um, Superman action comics by Greg Pak Justice um, this issue really really makes you um, feel what Superman has to go through when he doesn't have the full capacity of his powers and it kind of introduces you to really more of an in-depth um, aspect of how he actually works like I said when his powers are, are declining so he's he's more emotional he's sweating his heart's pumping and he, and he actually likes it so he likes to feel the rush and likes for once how he's basically doing things more on a humane level um there's a lot of it's a very this this book was very very um it was very uh intense man um there's a lot of a lot of blood <laughs> a lot of blood in this book um it involves superman making uh it involves superman doing something that he basically um would never do in his lifetime because he had to do it he kind of um puts himself in a very very awkward position that gets him very get that gets him um messed up um it's very very in what can i say it's kind of dark in its own way um but i like the way greg pack is writing the story is he writes. He write, He's writing Superman like very, very, very good. Cause I, me, I am. I do like Superman, but not dogs. I find him boring. You know, I loved. Um, for example, the TV show, um, the New Adventures of Superman, uh, Terry Hatcher and Dean Kim, because it had more of a funny, humorous, kind of some more of Clark Kent of than he did Superman. But it, it was just nice. Um, no, you're right. This story is really good because it gives you like the aspect of Superman that hasn't really been portrayed. Like there's times where obviously he's lost his powers, but not like this where he's actually fifty percent, fifty percent or even less, you know, of Superman. So there's... this this is that issue where there was a bit of a controversy with this issue because he this is Superman talking about what well, sort of in opposition of police brutality. I'm sure everyone knows what's going on in the, in the States right now where people are protesting against the police. And like, you know, I, I know that Pete, there was a Superman, this is a Superman issue, right? Where he's sort of against the police, right? Or the police is sort of after him. 
Yeah, no, he kind of, um, like you said, it portrays, it really does portray police, uh, police brutality in this, like hardcore brutality. Yeah, so, you know, Superman's always been the man for the people. And yeah. So it's, 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 even though his powers are still going away, he's still pretty much, it still sounds like he's still within his character of who Superman really is. Yeah, definitely. It's the last page, you'll be like, ooh, should he have done that? Shouldn't he have done that? But then, you know, he had to make a choice or someone would have probably got, uh, you know, killed and whatnot. But like I, said, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but you really have to, you know, um, if you're jumping on the DC wave with the new, um, with the new arcs, you know, um, this is a book to get, man. And, and also Batman as well, because I am reading Batman as well, and I'm reading this, so I'm loving... Um, Hmm. Um, Superman, uh, Superman by Greg Pak. I think it's interesting because you know throughout the years when comics has been around, they've always been sort of touching on you know society subjects and what's going on with society. It always reflects on yeah. what society is, how like the current generation is of how comics are like as society has grown or has changed. So as comics and sometimes comics leads the way, or sometimes comics just you know, falling behind, if you, if you know what I mean, like the X-Men, for example, um, they've always, they they sort of came out during the, during the 60s, and that was when the, the whole civil rights and, yeah. you know, people were protesting for all sorts, so, this is, this is some, definitely a book where you guys should sort of pick up, at least, you know, as a representation of this generation, of this time, uh, what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, man, because they're putting what's happening in the world into, um, you know, into the comics. It's like Stan Lee did when um, he created, when X-Men was created, you know, for all, when you're reading X-Men, you're reading, you know, how people of colour were getting treated uh, back then when they had literally no rights, you know, where they were getting bullied, tormented, you know, and, you know, like, police brutality was, you know, people were getting hanged and, and so forth. It was a very tough time. So when you're reading X-Men, X-Men, you know, you have... Um, you have Professor Xavier, who is pretty much Malcolm X, and you have uh, Magneto, you know, who's Martin Luther King. So it, that was pretty, the other way around. Magneto was Malcolm X. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, they swapped the basically the, um, I guess the personalities around. But when you're reading that, that's what you're actually reading. So this is why in the comics or even the movies, they never really, you know, they don't. They're friends because, you know, they were both, obviously, you know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they were both on the same way, but they had, they were dealing with it from different, um, uh, different angles. So, you know, the mutants basically are the people of colour or the people that, you know, have been tormenting and bullied just because they're speaking up or because they're different. So that's why Stan Lee and Marvel made, made it, made a big, um, impact in those times because, people in that generation kind of knew what was being written and that could actually relate to you know to that era and to that comic so it's nice to see that you've seen it now again with um you know you you know in the comics you see all the time but i guess sometimes people your people pay it they're not paying attention they're really just for the entertainment but someone like greg pack he's writing it showing you what's really happening you know with uh police brutality so it's 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 an issue of where it's going to echo for a very long time. But apart from that, it's just a generally good book and how he's depicted and um, he's depicted Superman in a way that 
for me is very very good so again that's action comics issue 42 justice Greg Pak. yeah and credit credit to the artist as well man aaron kuda aaron yeah. kuda is, is an amazing artist yep uh, you know that's what i could that's what i could say at the moment because um, every time I, I look at his art, I just get blown away. He's so detailed and yet kind of, you know, he's quite. He, he's got so he's got a range of like the way he he emotes the characters, like the way they express themselves. You can see their facial expressions, and I'm just I'm just looking at the previews now where where Superman's sort of upset, and I could just say yeah, he's he's upset. <laughs> so the art the artist is pretty much on mm. the top there. Yeah, Aaron Kudo. Greg Pak again, action comics, Superman, get it. Um, the next book that I picked up, and I was looking forward to getting this book, is uh, is written by Joshua Wilmanson, and the artist is Luki, Luca Pizzari, and um, it's a tie into Secret Wars. It's called Red Skull. And um, it what it really consists of is basically you have characters um, that have pretty much that were looking to get exiled or killed off by Doctor Doom and the, the cast uh, or the, the characters are um, Electro, Magneto, Moonstone, Jack O'Lantern, Lady Deathstrike, and the Winter Soldier, and they all get captured by um, uh, what do you call it? They get captured by a crossbones. Um, so what's happening is is um, when Doom, you know, when you know, Doom is ruling Battleworld, um, there was a resistance from the Red Skull, and um, they what you get told is you know the Red Skull was outcasted and uh, over the wall. And you know when you read um, if you're reading sequels or not, when people get exiled or thrown over the wall in that area, you have the Marvel Zombies versus. The Age of Ultron. So, you, you, in a sense, whoever gets exiled over there gets killed or devoured because there's, you know, Ultron can't die and the zombies can't die unless you obviously aim for the head. So it's an ongoing war. So, um, the um, news catches on that apparently the Red Skull might be still alive. So Doctor Doom basically um, talks to Sheriff to basically to um, to Sheriff. Um, Strange, as he's called, and he basically gets uh, crossbones to gather up these guys, which is like I said, Electro, Magneto, Moonstone, Jack O'Lantern, Lady Deathstrike, and the Winter Soldier to basically to go in it to see if the truth, if he is dead, or if he isn't dead. And um, what happens is one of the one of the things is um, he, the way he captures um, crossbones captures these guys. Captures, for example, um, the team he's taken. He puts he has. A lock around their neck, and what the, what this uh, what this lock does, if they use, if they try to use their powers to hurt him, their powers backfire on them. So in a sense, they have to lead on. So um, what happens is, is basically um, he leads them to the wasteland, and their search begins for the so-called um, for the Red Skull. Um, what's funny is, is, is um, when they come across the um, um, when they come across the wastelands and they go in there, they meet the zombies who try to pretty much kill them. But what's funny is they meet the, they meet themselves. So you have a zombie version of, um, like for example, Electro of um, of uh, 
of Bucky and so forth. Um, it's actually a very, very good book to read. Um, the team is crazy. And there's a big surprise at the end of the book of issue one, which will make you get issue two. Um, but it's written very well. There's a lot of humour. It's kind of gory as well. It's a very... The artwork is... Um, the artwork is it's detailed, it's detailed to a certain extent, but it's kind of dark, so it kind of sets the tone for um for Battleworld. Because if you read um sorry for the Wasteland, so because if you read or if you read basically any of the Secret Wars ties in or Secret Wars, you find that that, that area, which is the Wastelands, is like it's very dark, very gory. Um, it is very bloody as well. Those zombies don't eat anything because they're always constantly um, hungry. But it's nice to see a team like this actually working together. You know, uh, I'm, 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 I want to find out what happens in the next issue. I want to know if they start killing each other. You know, it's a team that you'd never. It's a team that just do not work together as a team. But they're there to finish to do what they have to do. If not, they are based. They will be actually. Um, killed I guess by Crossbones or Doctor Doom so in a sense they have no choice but to go but um because it's a good book I I just got it because I want I always wanted to know I was I'm always a fan of uh, the Red Skull because he's a character that's just crazy and he's, he's just totally nuts uh, but again that is again Battleworld the Red Skull and it's a Secret Wars um tie-in if you want something different to read something a bit crazy, a bit spontaneous, so it'll be uh, a book for you. Again, with all the Secret Wars ties in, man, there's so many tie-ins. So it's all about you basically just getting one and getting some of the tie-ins, finding one that you like, and just keep on reading, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Joshua Williamson, like, he's reading, so he's writing um, Birthright. That's one of the books I've, I've, I've oh, told cool. you about. Yeah. So he's he's uh, he, he's mostly known for doing all this creative own books and quite a dark books. He he, yeah. he also done Nilbiter, Nilbi sorry, you know you remember that one? Yeah, I've got I've got issue one of Nilbiter and I've got issue yeah. one of Birthright. I haven't I haven't read it. I haven't have not read uh, Birthright yet. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Birthright. Birthright is an amazing book. Bro. Um, so it's a very very good book, man. Like, I recommend it to a lot of people out there. Um, say um. Else. My final book is going to be um, to review is to, to, to Secret Wars issue four. Um, again, it's written by Jonathan Hickman. Artist is he said uh, Ribic. Uh, this continues from if you've been following Secret Wars. Just going to stop there. The, the cover looks deep though. Which one? Yeah, Alex Ross cover. See, I didn't get that. I got the um, I got the because I'm collecting the figurine variants. All right. But I'm actually have to go back tomorrow or Friday to pick that one up because it is actually a nice cover. Yeah, all the covers for Secret Wars. I mean, Alex they commissioned Alex Ross to do all the covers for it, which which is which is like a brilliant move. They they made a they made a huge investment to get Alex Ross to do all the covers for Secret Wars. So yeah, it's a great way to to sort of boost um, popularity. Yeah, man, he's a he's a he's a sick uh, artist. Carl um, was saying with if he f was reading sequels issue three, it basically ended with um, 
the enforcers of Doom's justice being the Thors coming into basically just uh, fighting Cabal, which consists of Thanos, Black Swan, Terax, Neymar, uh, Promix, Midnight, Maximus, Corvus, Gavel, and the Maker, which is uh, Mr. Richards from the Ultimate Universe. But um, uh, this book is it really goes right into the nitty gritty, and it kind of shows you the the fight that's going on. Um, you kind of find out this gives you this this issue gives you like an origin of how Doom became the ruler of um, of um, of Battleworld. Um, and you basically see more of what Strange has been up to as well with Doom. It's a very, very kind of dark, uh, dark issue, you know. You also see actually in this, in this, uh, this book, you know, the full power and potential of God Doom. Because when I, when I assumed he was just, um, you know, just saying he was God because he was on an ego complex, but he actually meets the heroes from the 616 universe and the ultimate universe in this. And, um, he shows them their full potential. Um, let's just say he's so, he's a very strong person that two of the Marvel characters from what I can see, or don't know, die in this episode. They just, they die. <laughs> they die. Uh, one of them, I don't think he dies because it's a character that can't die in a way. Actually, it, it goes both, for both these characters. So, um, but from, when you, from what you see, basically, is they get eradicated with just one touch. Um, this leaves... This leaves um, the story with uh, Doctor Doom not very happy. Um, the the other Marvel characters seem to slip away from Doctor Doom. So we'll find out what they what they're basically been up to, what they'll be up to in 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 Secret Wars um, issue five. But is this I like this because you from reading Secret Wars now you kind of get a, a hint to how things happen and and what's really happening and it kind of gives you now a, a very very big idea into the power that Doctor Doom actually has because he has he has a serious amount of power like serious amount of power and you know he has power that no oh man like he can't be touched but I think the person the only person that can pretty much um hurt him or make a difference in this will probably be uh, his enemy probably Reed Richards Mr. Fantastic but yeah I highly recommend this book because you know you have two deaths an origin story and uh, it's a lot of intensity and uh, and fun I really I really do love Secret Wars it is probably the so far it is actually the best Marvel event they've actually done in this period because it, it kind of gives like I said everyone an opportunity to to get back into comics but it's an event of where they've eradicated 
the Marvel Universe and the 616 Universe, so everything is starting up um, fresh again. Um, I did pick up also, like I said, little AVX versus Marvel, but didn't get a chance to read that or issue one. Um, so I'll probably be reviewing them in next week's podcast. Also, I managed to pick up I might do a lot of cover variant of uh, Spider Gwen issue two. You know, I've been waiting to get it for a very long time. It came out, I believe, about two months ago. Um, it went down to like from t- from ten pounds to six ninety nine. So I picked it up. But it's a very cool cover of her just sitting on a webbing doing her um, um doing her um her shoelaces, I guess. But um. Yeah, that's basically my reviews for the week. Um, also, actually, I'll touch upon that when we get to the Marvel's Mad 45 comic books that are coming out in October. Just so you people know, um, Secret Wars, after Secret Wars, they're gonna, they're moving, after Secret Wars issue 8, which is the final issue, they'll be moving 8 months into the future. So I guess when you read all these Marvel um, number ones, they kind of give you sort of a backstory to what's been happening in the last, uh, in in those eight months. So, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's me. It's time for you. Um, well, I haven't really read anything new. Um... Yeah. Since since we're sort of um, going against time, let's just let's just go ahead and and talk about these plethora of Marvel books that we that we should talk about that we should um, go through. Do you think? Yeah, I've got a list in front of me. All right. Okay. Um, where you get your list from? I'm on um if you wanna go on I'm on comic book comic book dot uh comic book dot com. Why don't you just go to News and Rumor? Um oh, one second. It's like the because uh, that, that's pretty much from the News Right, I'm trying to find it. Newsrama.com, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm just sending it to you on Skype. Gotcha. Because you know, it's because I was going to go through it through my phone because they had it free on Comixology. Okay. That's fine. Where's the viewer? So it starts with A Force, right? Yeah. Um. Man, you know what? Right. Are you re- are you reading the current A Force book? No. Okay. Well, it looks like they still keep it with the Dazzler costume, the new costume of Dazzler. Um, Captain Marvel was there, of course. There's that new character, that lady in the in the middle. I, I believe she's a new character. Isn't she from um, Infinity? for the previous uh, Uncanny 
Avengers. Um, I don't know. She looks familiar. She's, no, she's not in Uncanny Avengers at all. No, but she, no, she's a, she's a new character that they brought in into um, A Force in the Secret Wars time. Yeah, and this is written by what's it? Jay G Willow Wilson. She's the same writer that's writing um, um, Captain Marvel. Sorry, Miss Marvel. Okay. Is that George and, uh, Molina, the artist? Yeah. And Victor Ibens as the cover artist. Uh, we'll see. Right. Oh, I forgot Medusa's there as well. And She Hulk. Hello? Yeah, it just it just it just said connecting for some reason, I don't know why. But it's Are we uh yeah, it's recording, it's just uh it just said connecting for a few seconds. Alright. So that's A Force number one. It says A Force to be reckoned with. Da, da, da. We'll see. Truly. Yeah. Yes. One of my favourites. Director Agent Clark Greg Phil Coulson. And so they've saw ah, Agents of Shield. So okay, so no more Mark Wade. Yeah, that's interesting actually, because the writer, he's the same. He's one of the writers for Arrow, one of the producers for Arrow, the, the TV show. Oh wow! So Mark Cunningham, Guggenheim, Guggenheim, and Mike Norton is the uh, cover artist. So pray it says keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yep. Seems I'm like Colson, alright. I'm glad to see Hydra back in the mix. They have to. They need to do an issue with Agent Ward. That guy is serious. They have to bring Ward back into the comics. So, um, it says keep your friends close and your enemies close. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one. They changed the name, isn't it? From S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. one, uh, for all you people that have been collecting S.H.I.E.L.D., it's just been basically Mark Wade writing every issue but with a different creative art you know with a creative um like a lot of different artists in each issue so it's been pretty cool um, it's funny humorous dark you know you see they kind of resurrect dr strange in there which is you know his storyline his his arc it's a good book um the last episode oh, the last episode sorry episode the last issue actually had uh mr hyde and Daisy Johnson and they had a big you know there, there was a big fight between them like literally where they went toe to toe uh, where she was infected by a certain so called virus disease that she blamed her father for passing on so it was a very very intense emotional issue so um, that's the last episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. which is pretty cool but yeah that's what I'd say so looks pretty interesting here they have snakes as a front cover Hail Hydra Hydra Please, man, bring Agent Wood. Right. All no, new. Another Alex Ross amazing cover by all new, all different Avengers 1. Boo. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this one, actually, because this is Mark Wade and Adam Kubert, as well as um, Ramid Azra, working on this book. I'm quite, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this book, because this, this is Miles Morales' it in with the Avengers as he's this is his debut joining the Avengers then again this will be a collector's item I guess 
because he's actually in this is the Marvel Universe with the Marvel cast. So you have uh, you have the Vision, you have Miss Marvel, um, you have Sam as all new Captain America, Iron Man. We don't know who he is yet, or do we? Nova. Yeah, um, they confirmed it's Tony Stark. Oh yes, oh yes, my bad, Tony Stark. And you have Miles Morales. Um, I just forgot that. You know what? I've 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 lost it. Who's in you four again? I forgot. Um, Jane Foster. That's it, Jane Foster. And it says Earth's mightiest crossed most dedicated heroes. <laughs> that is quite interesting. They're saying that because. Um I mean, anyone could be an Avengers, and this this team yes. is, is this team is really random because you know Kamala Khan, as well as Vision and Tony. But I guess you know, um, it's quite weird because you got the old, you got the, the sort of the mature um, heroes as well as the really young heroes. That's Sam, Sam Alexander there; he's a yeah. little kid, same as Kamala Khan and Miles. Three of them are kids, whilst Vision, he's been Avengers since forever. Same as Iron Man. Yeah, they've got a power team of four and the Vision, you know, pretty much two gods in a way, so it's a very powerful team. So it's like you've got, you got reimagined, well, not reimagined, you got like Thor and Cap, who's replaced the original Thor and Cap. You got Iron Man and Vision, who's mm -hmm. been Avengers since forever. And you got kids, which is. Kamala Khan and Sam Alexander, and you got a newcomer, a brand newcomer, which is um, Miles Morales. So this is a very interesting team. Team, yeah. You know, I, I will be picking this up. Um, it's because it is Mark Wade, and I want to see what they do. Yeah, you just um, know that this book's going to be serious. I just want all four to come back. Danny probably will do when they release the new four. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, so okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> All new Hawkeye, Jeff Lemire, Ramon. Oh, Perez are doing this. Oh, so it's the same team. Cool. You're collecting this, right? Yeah, well, I dropped it. I wasn't really. I kind of just dropped it. I thought, hmm. Well, to be honest, I mean, the book just came out, then Secret Wars just hit. <laughs> yeah, so. so technically, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because it'll be released in issue one. Um. What's interesting about this, it says Hawkeye versus Hawkeye, and there's a woman with a bow and arrow, and there's Hawkeye who looks like he's really old. Now that's Katie Bishop. That's his, um, she's also Hawkeye as well. So ah. that, that's that's an old Hawkeye. That looks like a Hawkeye from Old Man Logan. Exactly. So, okay. So, Basically, so. what I'm going to say, after Secret Wars now, it's like, who is really who? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if they kill a character off, and then he appears or she appears in, I don't know, in... And ongoing, is it really her? It's just gonna be. It's just nuts. So it's just nuts, man. It's really nuts. But um, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Lemire is really, really great taking bites out of Marvel. This post of post post secret yeah. was. He read, he read Hawkeye. He read sorry Green Arrow, and now he's jumping on Hawkeye. So it's it's really interesting. Um, yeah. So that's coming out as well. Only new, new Hawkeye number one. And all these books should, like I said, will be out. October. I thought it was August. Was it? I was told October. Okay, well, it's coming God, out soon. Then again. <laughs> it's coming out soon. I, I don't know either. Yeah. All right. All new Wolverine. Ooh, 
Yes. About time. Oh. If you want to tangle with someone, why not try your luck against the new Wolverine? Best there is of what she does. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, X-23. I like her. She's, everyone, obviously, she's a clone of... Um, of um, Wolverine. Wolverine. So, sort of like a surrogate, surrogate daughter of, of Logan. But what's interesting on this is Tom Taylor. He's taking the, he's taking writing duties on this because you know we all know Tom Taylor for writing um, Injustice, um, as well as the Earth Two books in the beginning. So Tom Taylor, obviously, he was also writing um, Superior Iron Man when he when he joined Marvel. Yeah. So Tom Taylor on Wolverine. I'm sure this is going to be a, an amazing book. We have X23, who's he's a really really great character. I'm so happy for her. She's finally got her own book. Once again, it's been a while, but this time she's been promoted to Wolverine, to be Wolverine, and she is definitely the best at what she does. I wonder if she's going to be, uh, since she has the X logo, if there's going to be any connection with her and the X-Men. We'll get to that. Da, 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 da. All right, just moving on to all new X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> finally, on a mission right. to make their own future, Finally. I like I like the Scooby van they're driving. The X Mobile, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, X twenty three is there. She's part of the. <clears throat> she's part of the uh, all new X Men. So they're obviously going on their own separate journey away from the X Men. I guess they're still sticking around after the post secret wars. Yep. Looks like it. <clears throat> so if you notice, there's no Jean Grey there. Uh, didn't she? Um... She left, right? Didn't she? I don't know what's going on with that book, to be honest. And this is with Dennis who? Dennis Hopeless. Hopeless. Mark Bagley on the artwork. So, yeah. Make sure you save your money for these 45 books. <coughs> um, okay, as we move on. To, yes. This Amazing Spider-Man, I like it. This is Amazing Spider-Man issue one. Dan Sloth, and just so you people know, when you see the, the cover for this, it was actually Alex Ross that's designed the suit for Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. I wonder it sort of feels... Vintage. Nostalgic, yeah. Yeah, kind of vintage nostalgic. But that's his, the thing is, this is, this was actually his first, one of his first suits when they revamped it, when he had the webbing just underneath like, the ribs. The only thing that's the really the yeah, web wings. Yeah, web wings. The only thing that's the, the only thing that's really changed that he's done, Alex was he's made the, the spider logo really bigger. Um just so you know, in this book, um what was I gonna say? Peter Parker has you know, he steps up in uh Parker Industries, you know, he moves forward and becomes I guess the company grows, like Dan Sloth was saying. Um the suit has more technology in it as well that they're going to reveal pretty soon. This original suit of Spider-Man, and Spider-Man even has in this now it even has a Spider-Mobile as well, which is weird. Yeah, that is back. It's back. This the Spidey car. Yep. That me that means now Parker has invested time in his work. You'll be seeing a lot more technology coming out. I can't pronounce the artist's name for this. Uh, Giuseppe Camicoli. That's it. And Alex Ross is the cover artist on this. So, 
says your friendly your your friendly neighborhood just got bigger out of these yeah. 45 books there's one book i'm excited about getting yeah yeah definitely i mean they're even saying this is i mean it was dan slot said that he's going to be a more of a global um parker because you can see that it says pocket industries and he's opened in in china as well See the pocket industries logo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In a sense, um, he's becoming like he's a miniature version of Stark, Stark Industries in a way. Yeah, I'm, I'm super, super glad that you know Peter Parker is moving on and you know, and you know, take, going, going, sort of pushing his his. Is that is that Mary he, Jane with him as well? No, no, those are Chinese ladies next to him. Um, he where he like has. You know the, his full potential. You know Peter Parker is always so bright. He's you he know, holds he's, back. He's bright. He holds back his powers, yeah, but he also holds back his smarts. You know that, that's what I think. That's the reason why um, Superior came along to sort of push him to say, "No, look, you're a brilliant person. Everyone knows Peter Parker, so let me start off my own Parker Industries because he's the one, obviously, that started that created Parker Industries. Yeah, and that, now Peter Parker's moving forward with it, which is great. Cool, man. Is what is what is what people always wanted. Yeah, for real, man. He was always stuck in. He was always stuck in like the past and present, not moving forward. So it's nice to see that now we have a more bigger Peter Parker, which means you're gonna have more of a new, a new arc and a new part of uh, history to add to him, and see that how that will affect him as uh, you know being Spider Man. Um, okay, the next one. Angela. Angela. Is this actually Angela we're talking about? Yeah, it looks like she's taking over she's taking Hella's place as uh as the Queen of Hell. Um, which is interesting. I don't really know I don't really know what's what's going on with Angela at the moment. Jesus um, nuts. She's like a super powered powerhouse man. So it, it looks like she's sort of making room for for she's making her own her own little space or yeah. little corner of uh, 616 well the new this is interesting you have two artists on this book yeah Stephanie Hans I mean she's a great artist you know she's, she's done a lot of stuff Kim Janato. yeah I don't know who that is I only know who Stephanie Hans is and the writer is Margarita Bennett is Margarita Bennett Margarita okay my bad Marjorie Bennett <laughs> Marjorie <laughs> Bennett yeah, I tried to say it in, in French. Um, yes, yes, Marjorie Bennett. She's done a lot of stuff for DC. Actually, she she done that Lois Lane um, title. Um, she also she's also writing um, what's it, the A Force book as well. That's it, the secret was. It looks very um, pardon me, very dark. But we'll see what she, what she has to offer. But yeah, it looks pretty much like Stephanie Hans. I mean, she's she's still she's done all the artwork for Angela, the Angel of Asgard book. So she's sticking along. I guess she's, she really enjoys drawing the character. Yeah. Hell, hell hath no fury. She looks mighty comfortable there, boy, as, as the queen of hell. <laughs> yeah, she's chilling. Right. She's, she's supposed to be the angel as well, right? So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Basically. So yeah, and Marjorie Bennett, she enjoys a lot of horror stories. And she's she's a horror fan, so I guess this book's gonna be pretty dark. Um, 
Um, <laughs> it suits him, man. Um, right. Where are we next? Astonishing Ant-Man. Once a criminal. And it, Question mark. And it looks like they're going for the... They're going to tie in with the um, the movie as well. Yeah, I mean, he's next to, like, some of the... Vi- you, you remember Superior Foes? Yeah. Yeah, there's that... I forgot her name. I know Grizzly and, and Rowan. But, um, yeah, it, it looks like... Um, what's his name? Scott Lang. He's going to play around with... Um, <laughs> He's, he's going to skirt, skirt around the idea of being a villain, of being a criminal, because he, he used to be a, you know, he used to be a thief. So, this will be interesting. Definitely be interesting, because Nick Spencer, he did write Superior Foes, so he, and he was writing that, man, so this will be a f- really, really fun book. And he was writing Bedlam until they cancelled it. I just found they, out a few And they cancelled Bedlam? Well, I found out a few weeks ago, I think it's been scrapped. It's been cancelled, I think. Oh, that's a shame. That book was amazing. I just wanted to know what happened next. Then again, you never know. To be honest, who was the artist? Ivan, what's his name? What I'm going to do is go on, go on to the <clears throat> image website. Mm. But um, that's a shame that they're cancelling that book. Well, I'm on the site now. Here we go. Yeah. Looks like it has been. Well, I can't see anything on the website. Like, Bedlam issue 11 was supposed to come out. Is it January 22nd, 2014? Looks like it's gone. Well, it looks like the this Astonishing Ant-Man is the same team that was that done the Ant-Man book the, before the sequel was. So. Yeah. So, yeah, for you Ant-Man fans, you'll get in Astonishing Ant-Man. This book, this book, this book is one to look out for. To, to be totally honest, because everyone loves Superior Foes had a lot of cri- critical um, acclaim, as well as the Ant Man book. People really enjoyed that. So this is definitely, definitely, definitely something one to watch. Oh yes. Moving so on. Is Captain Marvel? Mm. Yeah, Chris Anka. Chris Anka. He. Chris Anka hardly does any. Interiors, to be honest, Chris Anker's, I'm sure you know is the one that's always designing all the character the designs for their superheroes. Sweet. So we and also Kelly Sue DeConnick, she left Chris, she left them um, Captain Marvel. I guess she's gonna be focused more on creating her own book. So this is gonna be a Captain Marvel book without Kelly Sue DeConnick. So. Tara but, Butters. Well, it has Tara Butters and Michelle Fezikas. I don't know who they are, but Me I'm too. sure it's a I don't know. So, <laughs> Captain Marvel, it says Captain Marvel Rises. Captain Marvel Rises, so that's out as well. Um, next, moving on, is Carnage. Carnage. Mike Del Mundo. He's the one that done the cover for this. His artwork is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, he was doing, uh, I don't think he's, he's still currently doing uh, Electro. Electro got cancelled, but the artwork on the Electro was was out as well. And it says, you know, Marvel. It says, sorry, it says descent into madness. And if you don't, if you're not Carnage, you know he's a total nutcase. He's just, he's just, he's a psycho killing. He's just 
beyond beyond crazy. So if you know about Carnage, <laughs> then this is a book for you, man. Yep. Carnage. Next. This looks interesting, and I was really I'm contemplating actually um, maybe buying this contest of champions. This is, this is based on the game, isn't it? Ah, yeah, that's why it sounds familiar, man. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's based off the game, like how uh, it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like basically war, then, right? I, I don't know. I don't, I've never really played the game, so into the preview, it's it's almost like um, the Injustice comic, because that's based off the game. So I guess Marvel yeah. wants to hit that market. So. so, so it's got the future in Perfect Hulk in there. That guy is a total beast. Paco Medina on the, on the artwork. Our Ewing as well. Wicked, wicked art, um, writer. Yeah, you. Uh, I was collecting. What was I collecting then? Uh, was it Shield? No. Oh, I can't remember the book. I can't believe it. But um, he is a total beast. He writes really good. Um, and it just says. Yeah, I mean, he's he's one. He's like he was writing Loki. But... That's it. Yeah. Um, and it just basically just says um, contest of champions when heroes gather. So look out for that one. Um, next, okay. this I am definitely getting. I don't blame you, man. Daredevil issue one, and he's he's in a very very black gritty suit. Charles Soule's writing this. Ron Garney, artist. Yeah, you know, you know, Charles Soule is a he's a lawyer as well. So yeah, man. So you're gonna get the ins and outs of this. Uh, it's called the Devil's Apprentice. Apprentice. The Devil's Apprentice. Apprentice. And a lot of people were saying that's Gambit, but apparently it's not. So, I guess that guy's going to be. Looks like him. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Because um, you know, we all know that Daredevil was trained by the old man called Stick. So I guess, um, what's his name? Matt Murdock is going to pass down his teachings, which would be interesting as well because. But Murdoch's always, he's never had the sort of apprentice or never really had someone to, well, he's always, you know, he had Electra, but, you know, yeah. but Electra, she's, she's a character of her own, so this is the first time where he's going to have someone directly under him. Just, yeah, just watch out, guys, expect, like, 20 million variants for this one. Charles Soule, Daredevil, Matt Murdoch. Don't miss it, guys. Yeah. Next up. Everyone's favorite hero. <laughs> I thought he was dead. <laughs> I thought the guy was dead. He got killed, but he's yep. back. He's De back signing babies. Yeah, and again, he can't really die because he's Deadpool. Issue one. It says more Deadpool than you wanted. Um, right, uh, the writer on this is Jerry Duggan. Uh, same guy, same writer. Cover artist Tony Moore, and the artist Mike. Hell, Hellthorn. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really reading any Deadpool books, but it's great that he's back. So. Mm. Which I knew he wasn't going anywhere. Um, true. He's a nice character. Especially when his movie's coming up soon, so he's not going anywhere. Next up. Oh, yeah. Your, your Doctor, boy. Doctor Strange, the master of the mystical black 
Aunt Stephen Strange, a surgeon that had a car accident that destroyed his whole life and his hands and got initiated into the mystical arts by the ancient one in Tibet, battling the, the battling his arch enemy, Baron Mordor. But yeah, this is going to be a new Doctor Strange. Uh, Jason Aaron writing this, Chris Batchelor and the art. Expect a very different Doctor Strange with weapons. You know, I might get this book just for you. Huh? And, and, and review it with you, just for you. Because I know you're a huge fan of Doctor Strange. Huh? Say that again? I said I might get this book just for you because you're such a huge fan of Doctor Strange. So. I'm getting this book. So yeah, it's been a while since he had his own books. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear good things and maybe read good things from this. It says some surgery requires a scalpel, some an axe. Yeah, an arrow, apparently. Well, we'll see, because I can't see his amulet there, so something's gone a bit wrong. Um, next up is... This is going to be a very interesting book. Drax. Yeah, written by CM Punk and Cullen Bunn. You all know Cullen Bunn. You know, Cullen Bunn, one of the writers who's writing everything in comics. <laughs> he's, right, he's literally writing every single book Ed McGuinness on the artwork so the, so the interiors will be very very nice this will be a collector's CM Punk as we all know is CM Punk that so, yeah. the WWE to go start writing comics so Drax she won best in Ed, the galaxy. galaxy this will be fun extraordinary X-Men See, this one, I'm keeping my eye on because it has all of my favourite mutants. Except for... In fact, yeah, it has all of my favourite mutants. Wolverine, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler. Who's that in the background? That's Colossus. He looks weird. You have Magic there. You have Iceman, Storm. Oh, Jeff Lemire as well taking this. This book, oh my goodness. And you have Ramos on the, uh, on the artwork. Yeah, this one, this one I keep my eyes on. They're still hated, they're still feared, and they're still standing. Yep. X-Men. Extraordinary X-Men. That sounds... I don't know. I'm just... Looking at this, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to read this book. Yeah. Next. Guardians of the Galaxy. Where's, where's Gamora? Well, she left in the last issue for some she she grew so powerful that she just um she she just left <laughs> she just left she left that's a shame she'll be what? back though she'll have she has to be back she'll be i reckon she'll be back sooner or later well it says the raccoon's in charge rocket's in charge now we'll see and this is by brian bendis and the artist is valerio she's <laughs> <laughs> Shitty. Scooty. Yeah. Scooty, yeah. So this you have um Groot Revout Venom. Well hold on a second. That isn't Peter Quill. Or is it Peter Quill? That's a female. See a lot of people are saying that that might be Kitty Pride. Could be, or his sister. Does he have a sister? Yep. Drax is there, Rock Raccoon, and Benjamin Grimm the Thing is there. He doesn't need to be there, but why is he there? 
I, I noticed that before. Remember the first sort of sneaks of I was like, the thing has joined Guardians. Who? The thing. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. So Peter Cole has a sister. Yeah, if I was being yeah. Wow. Okay. I guess. I mean, what if they bring her into Guardians Volume Two? Hmm. You never know. Well, Bendis is still taking the helm of Guardians, so expect this book to be fun. Okay, moving on to the next. Right. <laughs> this is a nutty book on its own anyway. Howard the Duck, yes again. Yes again. Chip Zdarsky, another weird writer, or weird character, weird person. <laughs> we all know Chip Zdarsky of um, Sex Criminals. I dropped that ages ago. Howard the Duck. He's a funny character. He's a very intense, crazy character. They had to actually in the comics they had to narrow him down because he was really raw in his old co- series. <clears throat> you know, but yeah. Um, Howard gets a new hat. So yeah, watch out for Howard the Duck. Next again, we have the Howling, the Howling. Commandos of Shield. Yeah, um, Dundam Dugan is in there, right in the middle. Oh, yes, he is. And also Jasper Sidwell. I don't know if you remember him. He got killed, right? Yeah, he's sort of the un- this is sort of like undead people. Or so- this is like the monster book for Marvel. Because you've got Man-Thing there. Uh, you also got... Um, uh, what's that guy's name again? You know Hulk's villain? Um, yeah. I forgot his name. Oh, it's gonna anyway. Says to fight right, the yeah. monsters of the world, we need the monsters of the night. Yeah, because Dundam Diggins dead, so I guess this is like the monster. I don't know if you're reading that Miss Deadpool scene. and the Oh no, 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 no. Miss Deadpool and the Howling Commandos. No. But anyway, I mean this is another sort of book for Shield, if you know what I mean. So hmm. I guess Shield is sort of creating his own little section of the Marvel universe. With um, Agents of Shield as well as Howling Commanders of Shield, a lot of people are speculating speculating that um, Agent Carter is going to get her own book as well. She will. No, she will. Uh, moving on to the next one, yeah. Yeah, the Illuminati. Right, I'm going to get it because it has Illuminati, and I'm just thinking of the Avengers Illuminati. Probably won't be the same thing, but no, it's not it's the same thing. This, nope. this is like this is like a, I mean, it's Joshua Williamson writing this, obviously, you know. Um, but this book is seems like it's you know like Superior Foes, like the book about villains. Yeah, that's what this book's about. So this is going to be more sort of evil villains, sort of taking to the next level of villains, and they're sort of the old school villains. You have. Um, I think Hyde's is part of this group. Um, you can see he's got yeah. the... Not, another Hulk villain. This is interesting. That's two Hulk villains now. You know, um, the Absorbing Man, that's it. He's yeah. there. So, yeah, this would is, this be interesting. With obviously, Joshua Williamson writing it. Yeah, it should be interesting books. Next up, 
Invisible Iron Man. We spoke about this already with um, Michael Bendis. Yeah. So Tony's back as the Invisible Iron Man with Bendis. Beautiful art. It's going to be good. David Marquis. Definitely getting this. Watch out for the so many variants in this one. It's going to be crazy. Upgrade um, from upgrade from the superior. Interesting. About time. That symbiote suit was kind of OP, you know. That silver one. Mm. It was like it was like a symbiote sort of suit. The superior <laughs> Iron Man. Mashed him up. <laughs> that suit was was OP, bro. Overpowered, honestly. Yeah, I was flicking through the book. It seemed a bit nuts. Uh, but yeah, next up is. Karnak. Wait. This looks very, very voodoo in a way. David Anjo, obviously from what well, he's done the cover. He's one from Hawkeye. Um, War- oh. Warren Ellis. From Image. Yep. Karnak is an inhuman. This dude is like, like no one can no one can beat him in kung fu, bro. He's that sort of guy that can, like he can see everyone's weakness and just hit the right spot and boom. He's that guy. He's that inhuman guy, bro. And he's like, he's one of the smartest people in the universe in terms of like strategy and all that. So Karnak is getting his own book, part of the Inhumans. So this will be Warren Ellis as well. Cheese. It's gonna be a very very interesting book. This 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 book might be like Hawkeye level, where it just comes out of nowhere and everyone's like, yeah, you got you got to read this. Because Warren Ellis is that guy. Like, he's, the way he writes is just raw. We will be picking it. I'll be picking this up then. Miss Marvel, next up. Right, so... Yeah, this has crushed it. Um, G. Willow Wilson's back on it. Same team. Gary Numbered, which is fun. Two artists on this again. Yeah. Same artist, same team. Same team. It's just being renumbered. So she, she survived the, the Secret Wars carnage. I haven't read it yet. I actually need to read that today. I have it. I just haven't read it yet. So uh, it's, it's great to see Commander Khan back. Yep. She's a funny character. There's actually, if you've been reading it, there's actually a hint of where one of her family members is actually, might be an, a, an human as well. Oh, wow. Watch out for that. Alright, next up. New Avengers! Really? Yep, with our Ewing as well back in it. So, is that the new Hulk? No, that's Hulkling. That's Hulkling, man. That's um, Wiccan. Hulkling, he's a shapeshifter. And he looks like Hawkeye is there as well, a younger Hawkeye, which is weird. Um, I I don't know any of these characters. But that's Hulkling, that's Wiccan. I don't know who the lady is next oh, to. Okay. Okay. But I know that's Squirrel Girl. And the guy that's holding the the sign, that's um, Sunspot. So he, obviously, you remember he bought um, AIM. Well, you weren't reading the Avengers. Yeah, he bought, <coughs> he bought AIM. And now he changed AIM. AIM was um, Advanced Idea Mechanics. And now he changed it to Avengers Idea Mechanics. So. Oh, wow. Interesting. So it says Avengers Idea Mechanics. We aim to help. It's not bad. Interesting, isn't it? All right. Next up. Nova. He's back. It looks like he's with his dad this time. I don't know if he's died with his dad. 
But it says family business, yeah, I guess. Because um, a lot of people want Richard Ryder back. So Seeing Ryan writing it, Corey Smith, artist, and Ramos on doing the cover art for this one. So, we'll see. I like the first couple of issues of No. Of, yeah, you, um, liked, you liked the Mark Wade one, didn't you? Yeah, and after that, he left. I just, I just didn't really. I just dropped it. Um, so yeah. Interesting book, though. It should be. You know, you know, I've never been into Nova. To be totally honest. Well, me, well, me too, man. I just like the um, the Mark Wade. He was writing it, to be honest. So, never, yeah. I've never really got into him. Like, I've, even Green Lantern, because he's supposed to be like. Because Nova is a space police, like Elantis is a space mm. police, so I don't know. All right, next up, oh my Logan. Yes, this one I'm getting hundred percent. Getting, yes, I am getting because one of my favorite artists, Andrea Sorrentino, and Jeff Lemire, they're back together. I don't know if you guys remember the Green Lant- Green Arrow run they both had. They were working together on Green Arrow. So they're back again. They got DC. Mar- back to back again together in Marvel. This time with Old Man Logan, I am in. It's gonna be nice. Older, wiser, and sharper. Oh yes, and that's Old Man Logan coming out soon. Next up, Sam Wilson, Captain America. This is a very interesting because uh, you have a split screen with Steve Rogers on one side. Sam Wilson and other side they're walking apart. It says, Who do you stand with? This will be a very, very um it's gonna be very a bit arrogant, it's gonna be a bit um a bit hard, maybe a bit dark because you have Nick Spencer that's right this as well. This one I might get because uh, I like Daniel Kinney's art. He's the same artist that worked on Uncanny Avengers. Mm. And um I, I love I love um Cap um, Steve Rogers. Yeah. I'm really get I'm really going to like um Sam Wilson as Cap. So this would be something that I'll I'm gonna consider collecting. For um, real. Yeah. I'll be picking this up as well. Um, that's Sam Wilson, Captain America. Coming out soon. Right. This I don't even think she should be getting her own book to be honest. But this Scott. is Scarlet Witch. Number one. James Robinson, Chris Wilder. Wait, I mean the team that's working on this. Kevin Wade. Kevin Wada. He doesn't do interiors. He only does like covers, and he only does variant covers. So, I suspect he'll only do one volume of this book, and it'll be very, very like fashionable. If you know what I mean. Um, James Robinson, is a brilliant writer. Um, so I guess a lot of people might be interested in this. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 curious because Kevin Wilder is going to do the interiors for it. No, 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 no I'm sorry. Kevin Wilder is only doing the cover. He's the cover artist, isn't it? So they haven't really announced the interior artist. So. But yeah, I got confused. Sorry, guys. So that scene, Red Scarlet Witch. Yeah. For all you women out there, she's actually a sick character who is not Magneto's daughter anymore. So next up, we have. This is very interesting. Because um, I've been collecting, you know, Silk. Um, it's the same team, Robbie uh, Thompson. And it does an excellent job in writing Silk. Stacey Lee is amazing in the artwork. Because her artwork reminds me, for some reason, it always reminds me of the old school, um, I don't know, 
Thundercats cartoon used to come on back in the day. Um, but it says the Sinister Silk, and it's got her robbing a bank. So what's really happening with Silk? But then again, in the last issue of Silk, she was captured by the person that kidnapped her family. So maybe he, there's some sort of uh, you know messing with her brain to make her do what she's doing. But it it, it just looks really nice. It, Silk is actually just a cool comic book. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people have been raving about about yeah. um, Silk. So, I'm glad she's, she's still sticking around for post Secret Wars, Secret the Sinister Silk. Yeah. Next up. Right, this is my book. Ah, boo! I'm not happy with this number renumbering because I just you know the book just started off, man. So Spider Gwen issue one, Jason Latour. Right in here, the same team, Robbie Rodriguez on the artwork. And it says, The Secret History of Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Yeah, um, in this universe, Peter Parker turns, turns into a lizard. So, and he he died, actually. In the, in the If you guys read the Spider-Verse tie into Spider-Gwen, which everyone went crazy over, um, we all know the sort of, we, we sort of got a glimpse of her sort of backstory. So I guess they're gonna let dive into that more into this in this book. Same team that's been working on Spider Gwen, so this will be fun. Yep. Next up, Spider Man. Well, my my boy Miles. I, I like the way they've um, taken the title, which is Ultimate Spider, because I really hated that name. Didn't like it. Just, but now you have uh, you know Miles Morales, Brian Bendis. Sarah Pashilli doing the artwork. She's one of my favourite artists. I love her artwork. And it says, Welcome to the Marvel Universe. Miles Morales, hope you survive the experiences. So hopefully we'll be we're seeing a lot of team-ups in this as well. You notice <coughs> that Parker Industries is there. So you know that it's... Um, also, you see... Um, just so you know, it is a 616... Oh, there is, there, it is the universe. You actually see Sam as well in the back as Captain it America. Yeah, I find that really interesting that Sam Wilson as well as Parker is at the background. So I guess those two will be mentoring him in the in this book, which would be which would be really really cool. Nice. You got two black characters now in the Marvel universe that have taken the mantle in a way. Um, right. Spider Man twenty ninety. Um, yep, they made his costume look look even more nineties than it did before. His suit looks nuts. Yeah, Alchemax is back. I guess he's back in the future, yeah. Smack to the future. So he's back in his own timeline. Yeah, he's, my he's boy happy. Miguel. He's Miguel Bajero. He's uh, happy. So we're going to find out what's really been happening while he has been away. But look, this cover just looks like totally mad. I reckon that's going to be a... I reckon that cover is going to be a variant. Um, but yeah, it's a smack into the future. Spider-Man 29. Next up, this this is you know what right? This just kind of blew my mind. So Spider Woman and she's pregnant. Dennis Hopeless, Javier Rodriguez or not? Sorry, Jim. Dennis Hopeless right writing this. Javier Rodriguez on the artwork. It's a parent by day, hero by night. I don't think so. This is the most interesting cover I've seen in a long, long time. <laughs> this will be a variant, by the way. I reckon this this cover here. Will be a variant, or it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna cause a lot of controversy, like like the the 
the issue of uh, what was it? Spider Woman, where it got it got banned. No, sorry, uh, there was a bit of controversy. You know. Um, but yeah, it is a, it is probably the nuttiest cover that I've seen. Period. So we'll see what happens and uh, who the father is. Next up, actually, they did say it was eight months after, isn't it? So I guess. Yep. We'll find out who it is. So parent by day, hero by night. I, but I haven't been reading the book, so I don't know if the Udo hinting towards. Well, I dropped it about after that issue four or five. Um, Wait, did you drop it after the whole Sp- Spider Verse thing? Because kind that of was, yeah. Yeah, you should have picked it up after the Udo. No, I did. I did. I read a few issues, and that was it, man. Um, Squadron Supreme. Yep, Squadron Supreme. Pretty much the Justice League of Marvel Universe. Just basically, that's what it is. <laughs> Soul survivors of their own worlds. They'll do anything to protect this one. James Robinson writing it. Leonard Kirk, artist, and Alex Frost is doing this cover art. So we'll see who they really are when the book comes out. So that Squadron Supreme, she won. Yep. Star Lord. That is really is Star Lord, and um, feels like the first time. Feels like the first, very first time. So, as we know, what Star Lord is about, he's a nutty character that just relies on his wits to get him out of trouble. His personality and his overconfidence and his cheekiness and his dance moves. Sam Humphreys writing this one, Javier Garan, an artist, and David Johnson, cover artist. This cover absolutely tells me nothing what's going on. Yeah, yeah. me too. He's in, um, he's in, he's in a, he's in what, a spacesuit. Astronaut costume. Yeah, sorry, astronaut costume, man. That's pretty much it. So, next up. Why do you have to remember this book? The Mighty Four. Also, also, Jason Aaron writing this. Russell Dalton as the artist. The flesh may be weak, but the thunder is strong. So, what that means is, obviously, um, does she have cancer? Yeah. So, Jane... um, Jane Foster. Jane Foster is Thor. She has cancer, but every time she uses, becomes Thor, she becomes weaker and weaker. But she does what she does because she kind of she wants to help her. But she, you know, she fights for the weak and so forth. So she, she, she's Thor for a reason. So that's coming out again, Um, and we're going to see what happens to Thor, the Thor, Chris Hemsworth in this as well. So what's happening with him? For Odinson. Yeah, that's it. Next up, the totally awesome Hulk by Greg Pak. I'm excited about this book because it's with Greg Pak and Frank Chow, but I'm not because it's not the Hulk. It's not Bruce Banner, sorry. So who is the the Hulk? From what I was reading up, this new character actually, who is the Hulk, loves being the Hulk, which kind of spooks and scares some of the Marvel ca- uh, scares um, some of the Marvel heroes, you know. A lot of people are speculating that it could be Amadeus Cho. Because, you know, Amadeus Cho is, he's the, you know, he's, he's the, Hulk, the Hulk's really close friend. He's actually the Hulk's, one of the Hulk's best friends, along with um, Rick. So, a lot of people are saying that it could be Amadeus Cho because, you know, he's always loved the Hulk, the Hulk's power. Interesting. Next up. Oh, yeah, if you ever read anything about Greg Pat? Pick up um, Superman yeah, yeah. comics. Greg Pack is back in the Hulk. Which yeah, is man. You need to read uh, World War Hulk and pl- 
Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Get the prelude to that as well. You need to read those two books. It's amazing. Next up, The Vision. Tom King uh, writing this. Gabriel. What's up? On the art. Marcus see, Martin, cover artist. You see me, I, I love The Vision. I absolutely love The Vision. I think The Vision is a fantastic character. He is, man. Um, you got you got Tom King writing the book. You know Tom King. He's the same writer. Whoever I told you he was a CIA guy for DC. Well, not for DC. He was writing DC's books, and he was he wrote um, the Omega Men, the book I was telling you about. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So he, apparently, this book's gonna be the Vision um, trying to acclimate himself into a family or. In the urban, 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 basically like the white picket fence. Oh, this is a bold new vision for the Marvel Universe, so watch out for that. Tom King. Next up, Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, Deadpool. Gary Duggan, Ryan Stigma. Do you like Stigma's artwork? It says Ryan Stigman. Stigman. My bad. Um, fighting for humanity, inhumanity, mutants, and Deadpool. <laughs> you remember, you remember Ryan Stegman from Superior, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the new Uncanny Avengers. Um, Rogue, Brother Voodoo, as well as Rogue, as well as Quicksilver, are staying behind. So you so they're bringing in Cap. Well, not Cap, but I guess um, Steve Rogers, um, Spider Man. Um, Human Torch. I don't know who that lady is, as well as. What's that, Rogue? Yeah, Rogue. Rogue's behind Deadpool. Mm, interesting. And the Torch, the Human Torch. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool's back. <laughs> definitely, this is the first time Deadpool's going to be an Avenger. Yeah. So this is very interesting. I don't think he's ever been an Avenger. Nope. You'll be, be excited to be in Deadpool and Spider Man on the same team. I just realized, oh my, and Quicksilver and Human Torch, those four characters alone <laughs> together in one room. I just realized it. <laughs> Quicksilver, right? The amount of banter that's going to be, yeah, Jerry Dugan, of course. All right, let's go. Next up, Uncanny Humans, which is a team that doesn't really make any sense. Sorry, I just have to go back to that Uncanny Avengers. Spider-Man, Quicksilver, Deadpool, and Human Torch in one team. The amount, the amount of banter that's going to be going on in this book. I have, to, I have to read the first issue to see what's going on. I have to. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Uncanny Humans. Written by Charles Soule and Steve McNiven. Sorry. Art by Steve... McNiven, and it says the silence is broken. And here you have Black Bolt, Medusa, Beast, Human Torch, and the other two characters. I've totally forgotten who they are, man. It's bad, I read the book as well. I read it. Um, interesting team. That book is going to be like because Steve McNiven, his art is like he's like. One of the best artists, like where he, it's just his artists. Just, just, but the thing is, he's he's known to be really slow. Yeah. Um, you know. We'll see. He, he, remember, he done the Death of Wolverine. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be good, man. Uh, next up, Uncanny X-Men. One of my favorite books is getting rebooted. And um, Gollum Bun writing this. Greg Land is art, artwork. So far, I can see Magneto, Sabretooth, Psylocke, Mystique. Who's the guy with the gun? Phantom X. Okay. It says bigger threats require more threatening X-Men. So it looks you know, like this is the new X-Men. You know, this book here, I really want to read it because I love all of these characters. Okay. Except for the artist, Greg Land. I can't, I can't deal with his art. I can't do it. Well, I'm going to pick up because I love Psylocke. And her mystique in one room is going to be nuts. So it's going to be cool. But yeah, people, that's Magne Magneto as well. Yeah, man. Mag so we need is Magneto. It's over. It looks, like it looks like Magneto's back in his old Helmet. Costume. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely picking this up. Oh, but the... Oh, Greg Land. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can do it, bro. I don't know. We'll see, man. Next, Venom Space Knight. Looks like he's running around helping people in our space. Robbie Thompson's writing this. Artist, Ariel Olivat... Olivati. Ugh. So sometimes a hero needs a little space. So it looks like he's having his own solo book as usual. Should be interesting. Suit's got a, he's been upgraded. If he's been reading Guardians, his suit's been upgraded. His symbiote's been upgraded a lot to something else very powerful. So that's Venom Space Knight. Um, moving along next is Web Warriors, which pretty much consists of every web person you can think of: Spider Ham. Spider-Man. Um, it's got Spider-Man Noir. It's got Gwen. Spider-Gwen. It's got um, Spider-Girl. And they're defending uh, the Spider-Verse. That's all you need to know. Oh, was Spider-Verse really that great? Uh, <laughs> it was alright. For a Spider-Man event. But um, we'll see what's happening in this one. Um, Mike Costa's writing this. David Balladon is... The artist Julian Tornito Tedesco is doing the cover artist. Sorry, is the cover artist on that one. So but we'll see. Uh, next up, this is the one I'm actually been looking forward to. Yeah, me too. Me too. Getting it. I'm getting it. The Ultimates. Ultimates. I thought you hated the name Ultimate. Well, there's someone in there that you have three black characters. Four actually. One was a lie. Or light skin. I don't know. We she's, have the Black um, Panther. Who's she's Puerto Rican. She's um, she's um, I guess Hispanic. Ultimate problems need ultimate solution. So who? The only person I know from here is the Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Who's the other three? Um, you got Monica Rambeau. She's one that's floating. Um, you got Blue Marvel. He's the guy in the middle. And you got um, Miss America. And um, you got Galactus, part of this team. So there you go with Miss Marvel, of course. I it's over <laughs> game over isn't it game, game over. over right next up that's it we're done game over we're actually done like, we went through 45 yeah they saved, they saved the best to last that ultimate is problems be... need ultimate solutions that is going to be a very interesting book people because these, um, these guys are all powerhouses Monica Rambeau is a powerhouse Blue Marvel Galact yeah. Galactus he's like the think, think of think of super think of Superman that's who he is basically Superman yeah, so what is he on the same level as Gladiator from the Shia Empire, the Galactic uh, God? He's 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 
he's probably stronger. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, Blue Marvel. He's like he's a he's an old school character. Um, and Miss Marvel, Miss America, sorry, she she's also pretty strong as well. She's uh, bulletproof. She can fly. The only, uh, basically, the weakest person out of this team is Black Panther. Black Panther. He's sort of, you know, you can't. He's the guy that can take out all of them anyway, even though they got powers. He's that guy. Just to let people know that Black Panther is actually the one of the smartest guys out there. Yeah, he's one of the smartest uh, Marvel characters. He's smarter than Tony Stark, then Bruce Banner, then Richards. He's actually the 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 smartest one. So his mind will over. Black Panther, man. Black Panther. Oh, can't wait. And you got Galactus right there. Yeah, it's like it's like they're his herald. It's like what the hell is going on? (laughs) Basically, that's his. That, I'm gonna have to post this on my Facebook because this is pretty much the nuttiest thing I've seen so far. Um, before I forget, um, they released a new image of Deadpool from the movie, him holding the guns. I forgot to snicker to, to say that at the beginning. And um, they interviewed Kevin Figgy again about that is the Black Panther going to be the Black Panther when he's introduced into um, Civil War and he was like well can't really say that now can I so just to let you know um, it has been confirmed if he's going to be the Black Panther when he's in Civil War but I think what's confirmed is a lot of vibranium will be involved in the movie um also, Vincent Paisia, he's had talks with Marvel about maybe an upcoming role. No one knows what it is, but um, he's actually had talks. It could be something. It could be. It could be something big. Maybe it's just it's nothing. But um, he's had talks with Marvel. But yeah, I am definitely going to be getting um, this with um, Elwin writing this. You can expect a bit of comedy and humor and. Uh, basically, it's what you're saying is right because it looks like because there is heralds in a way. So yeah, yeah, Galactus is back. I mean, that's that's something to note as well. You can't mess with Galactus. Oh, this team though, powerhouse. That's what I should call it, powerhouse. <laughs> the fact that they call it the Ultimates, that's just like unless you know, in it. Uh, hopefully, this book will. Uh... Um, continue and not be cancelled. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for so far. Anyway, there's going to be, obviously there's going to be more books listed yes. coming up, but so far so good from Marvel. Yeah, man. Um, it is a very very interesting. Been, like, the last few weeks have been nothing but Marvel with Secret Wars, the tie-ins, um, and whatnot. But like I said. I'm also uh, loving the DC as well. Batman and Superman, I'm loving those arcs they're writing right now. I'm looking forward to what new, you know, what new news, what new bits DC are... Um... Just really quickly, yeah. What books do you want from the next sort of um, lineup that Marvel's going to release? Right, Which let me just hit this X button. Um, okay. I would say Agents of Shield, uh, all the new, all new different Avengers, um, Amazing Spider-Man, 
Astonishing Ant-Man. Maybe Contest of Champions. Definitely Daredevil. Um, Doctor Strange. Give, I'll give Drax a try. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy I'll be collecting anyway. Um, Illuminati. I'll give Iron Man a go as well. Definitely Karnak. Miss Marvel. Mm, nope. Oh my Logan. Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah, I'll give that a go as well. See what that's saying. Silk, definitely. Spider Gwen. Uh, Miles Morales. Um, 2090, mm, maybe. Spider Woman, just for the, to see why she's pregnant. Um, nope. Thor, I'm still getting the mighty force to be collecting it. Hulk. Um, Uncanny X-Men is a definite. And the Ultimates. Wow. Do you know how many that is? Yeah, I know, but I hopefully won't like some of them. Hopefully, and I'll be... That's why I cut, cut back from so many books. Yeah. But, um, basically, that's the... Uh, the books, um, <clears throat> that's the books for me. Yeah, for me, I guess I listed down um, all new or different Avengers. Uh, also, I'm still going through the list. Doctor Strange, maybe. Extraordinary Expander. Karnak, maybe. Old Malo, definitely. Sam Wilson, yep. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, maybe. Vision, maybe. And Kenny Rogers, yep. <laughs> X-Men, maybe. Say that again, you're cutting up. And Kenny X-Men, maybe. Yeah. And Web Warriors and Ultimates one definitely. Oh, yeah. list. What about um, X twenty three? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But there's no Ghost Rider. There's no Punisher. There's no. Um, there's no Black Widow. There's no. I'm still waiting for a Black Panther book. Well. Looks like they're gonna, they're gonna be announcing more characters because they haven't cancelled Black Widow. So, no Loki book, no um, Magneto book. They'll be announcing much more titles. I guarantee you, as time goes by. And Fantastic Four, nothing in there. Good. Don't like them. I don't. I don't think a lot of people are saying that X Men was gonna go away, but X Men's here to stay. So you know. Yeah. So, so I, I don't think Fantastic Four is going away, going away so soon, because this because Sue, Sue and Reed Richards, there's no there's nowhere to be found. So there could be a Fantastic Four with Sue and Richard, Sue, and Richard, as well as um, Franklin and Valeria. Maybe they could be the, the new Fantastic Four, their kids. So they'll be one family. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see. But, um. But yeah, yeah we, 
Yeah, we knew that the Marvel stuff was going to take a good chunk of the show. Yep, it's taking two hours. Yeah. So, just watch out for the next next few weeks. For the UK, we'll be getting Ant-Man. And I'll be watching that. Or we'll be watching it still. Bring on the popcorn and the nachos. And no more IMAX cinemas. But yeah, you guys, let us know which books you'll be picking up. Yeah, man. Let us know. Um, tweet me at... S- Tweet me at C-A-V-A-D-J Or tweet us at 2BritishNerds with a Z Yeah, or you can reach me at Shika1Dude Email us at 2BritishNerds at gmail.com You know, let us know your thoughts What you're excited about We should be getting a special guest in pretty soon Um, Not necessarily a celebrity guest but just you know it'd be good to add a few more voices on the show yeah yeah sorry i'm working on the guests and the celebrities and the artists and the writers so hopefully soon we'll be getting somebody hopefully by uh, soon we'll be getting we'll be getting some people in so uh, yeah watch out for the watch out for that man Alright guys, thanks thanks for sticking around with us guys. Alright, we'll yeah, see you guys uh, next weekend. Yeah man, hit us up. Hit us up and check out the Facebook page now, which I should be updating in a yeah, sec. Yeah, yeah. So that's two uh British nerds. And pick up Secret Wars and uh read it. Yeah, and, and 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 definitely pick up Action Comics forty two. Even though you're not reading the full run, but at least pick up that book as you know. Yeah. Pick up Batman forty two, which is at next week as well. For you Batman fans, because it's a really, really, really good jumping on point, and it's a really, really good book. So I'm definitely on it. Um, yeah, man. With that being said, people, we'll see you guys. And this podcast will be actually going up early today, so we're going up soon. So watch out for your. Uh... Oh yeah, it's, like I said, um, subscribe. We're on, uh, you know, your iTunes. So. If you've got a podcast app on your on your iDevices, just search Two British Nerds, subscribe, and then you'll get your you you'll get us on a weekly basis. As soon as it uploads, you guys will be getting it. Also, the YouTube page, Two British Nerds, which I need to really update because I forgot to upload last week's show, which I'll be doing today and up updating this week's show. So check out the web page as well. And one of the big comics you have to pick up, regardless if you're a DC fan or whatever fan. Get a copy of X-Men 92 because we all love the X-Men comic. Sorry, the cartoon. So pick it up. And yeah, that's basically it. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Peace, guys. Peace, peace. Bye.